0: So good evening We are Coming to the Near to the end I don't know if we'll make it all the way To the end of the third cloud bank of extraordinary mercy uh, dealing with the clearing of obstacles in devotional practice both anarthas and aparads certainly an interesting journey up to now from understanding what bhakti is to seeing how the Sadhika in the stage of just in the beginning stages of their devotional practice uh, after they've had the good fortune of being blessed with the association of uh, Krishna's devotee, the sadhu someone very significant uh, significant enough to give them some inspiration to take up the path and Two two components: some initiative on the part of the student, which is considered the seed of the bhakti lata, uh, the practice of devotional service. The major component, of course, is the intent of Krishna's devotee. Uh, that uh, is really the true uh, vessel through which bhakti uh, becomes available to the jiva. And uh, through that good intent, and the other component manifests, which is a an intent on the part of the jiva to engage in the process. So those things uh, begin the the growing of the what is the uh, described as as the seed of devotional practice practiced in two stages Uh, one which is uh, the carrot and the stick of uh, Vaidhi Bhakti Uh, that practice relying heavily on uh, what's put forth in the scripture Uh, being inspired by that, following that uh, uh, through the direction of the sadhu, the other being a a soft unfolding of the first seeds of bhakti uh, which is the interior, raganuga, some natural attachment, some natural uh, being drawn uh, naturally in a loving way to the practice of bhakti. So the first cloud bank gave us some preliminary information. The second cloud bank uh, showed us once we take up the path, <clears throat> in the beginning, uh, our, just as a child is learning to walk, we are learning to, to, uh, to engage in, a, in a, an activity uh, which is foreign to us, really foreign in that material existence is one of uh, of uh, taking and bhakti is one of giving so we're used to the taking aspect we're not so used to the giving aspect there's some limited giving within material existence but the limited that limited giving is generally based on what am I going to take away from it so we're we're not really used to just giving Without any expectation of return, so generally people uh, for the most part, the majority of sadhikas coming to the practice, uh, you'll not be in the you'll not be in the minority if if in the beginning your initial practice is, is fueled by vaiti, by scriptural direction. Now, there is a point in our practice where the two converge, and the vaiti falls away, and the, the attraction, the raganuga, uh, the bath becomes the same. But in the beginning, raganuga bhakti, just coming and, and having a, a desire just to engage, is, uh, is is the lesser of the two. So then Vishwanath was so kind as to give us some direction as as to psychological conditions of initial practice, enthusiasm, running hot and cold, thinking if we change something it'll get better, and uh, the other two uh, basically uh, being enthused by the byproducts of bhakti, which comes into play later as as uh, something that can become a, an anartha, progressing in our service. So, from unsteady to steady practice. So that was the second cloud bank. Some knowledge of of that aspect of anista bhajana kriya, unsteady practice, and and the uh, the symptoms of that and as we explained uh, at that time that these, not everyone is going to uh, present those symptoms although we all have the disease of material existence the disease is going to present differently uh, in the sta- sadhika, uh because of so many factors, the scars they're taking, uh, you know Taken into the practice with them, uh, and uh, how much attachment is there uh, for material enjoyment their basic uh, the influence of the mode of material nature which is most prominent in in their life uh, we're not born with the silver or golden spoon of uh, sattvic um, consciousness, for the most part. And especially in Kali Yuga, uh, you know, we think that for the most part everybody is is pretty, uh, the the mentality, the predominating mentality is definitely uh, thomasic, rajasic, mode of ignorance, mode of extreme passion, super passion, uh, supercharged passion. You can't make a New York City without supercharged passion, a Hong Kong. You know, it's just, it's not going to happen. Mankind's not going to get into that much of a frenzy about materialism and, and acquisition uh, like we see uh, today. Uh, uh, so Kali Yuga has these influences. So now we're coming to the operades, and We've gone through the operads the anarthas. Um, two of those stages of anartha, uh, not stages, that's a misnomer, but two of the, the kinds of anarthas are coming from piety and impiety. Okay. Diskritotha and Sukritotha, those are basically you know the material baggage we are coming into the process with, so, and and the ignorance, which is the the symptom of material existence, the general acceptance of the body of the self, as the self, the false ego, uh, the fears of not getting fulfillment of our desires, uh, the fear of death, uh, so. Those uh basically those those come into the into the into the same into the categories of of um, of the klasis the kleshas are those the ignorance which predominates uh, our material demeanor when we're in touch with Krishna's external energy and have no contact with uh, his superior energy so, discritotha, sukritotha, pretty simple, resulting in a, you know, the seeds of of karmic reaction coming in the form of the body. Uh, you know, parabda karma. We can see it. This is what I have now. I'm wearing what I brought with me. I'm wearing a body which, which is evident of of the symptom of the my disease in material existence. Uh, sukritotha my desire to to for the results of my pious activities elevation to heavenly planets good good arrangements in this life for children wife family uh you know artha dharma karma moksha ending in moksha um, and then we come to the aparats. these are uh, offenses that arise uh in the practice of bhakti and those operads center around of course the holy name which is the center of the practice of bhakti so we have those uh, Vishwanath is presented uh, uh, presented in a superficial way in his Madhurya Kadamani those offenses uh, which are called Seva operads, uh, the offenses in our worship of the Lord uh, and he He lets us know that those are pretty easily dismissed as long as uh, we don't uh, become neglectful, uh, that we don't uh, uh, willingly, willfully, again we come to willfulness. So willfully uh, doing negligent service to the deity uh, in our uh, cooking, bathing, worshipping, dressing um, and, and in praising Krishna in kirtan. So uh, more or less just the practice itself, unless there's some willfulness in, in uh, repeatedly ne- becoming neglectful in our seva in a significant way. If that's not there, then seva operad. For the most part is dispatched simply by our, our practice our our chanting and, and associating serving Christians devotees and the guru and, uh, the scriptures the holy name in particular for first for foremost in that so and then he deals with the Nama Aparads so we finished up with the Nama Aparads uh, Understanding uh, how significant uh, they can be as impediments. And we, <clears throat> in the last class, talked about the Bhakjutha. This is the fourth class of Anathas and uh, Anarthas and Aparads. Uh, and they arise from Bhakti. Uh, so now he, his prose goes on. Now anarthas arising out of bhakti are being described. They grow along with the main bhakti creeper as weeds. Such weeds appear as wealth, gain, fame, respect that others receive from bhakti and are influenced and they influence the heart of a devotee. By their nature they choke the development of the main bhakti creeper. So these are called bhakti, uh, bhakti Bhakti-anarthas. Anarthas, tendencies that are coming up not from our past, but from our present. They're coming up from the practice of bhakti itself. And we touched upon in the last class that we, we, we've changed our whole, our whole environment. And now we're associating with sadhus gr you know krishna's devotees the 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 creme de la creme of living entities <laughs> is our current association we're associating with krishna we're association associating with the you know the guru the 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 most significant sadhu in our life who has given us complete shelter under his lotus feet and that association is supercharged auspiciousness it's all good there's nothing bad in that and we're associating with the Holy Name and all the paraphernalia of the practice of bhakti is an expansion of Krishna's internal potency so there's certain characteristics that come naturally with the Supreme Lord wealth, strength, fame, beauty, knowledge, and renunciation. And in the practice of bhakti, those begin to manifest in the life of Krishna's devotees, his servants. When you're with a king, you are in the palace of the king. When the king eats and you take the plates away, there's food on those plates that you can eat. And it's as good as the food the king had, and the and the and all the entertainment that was provided for the king, you're enjoying along with the king, you're in his court, so you're sitting here and Krishna's being worshiped, you're hearing the best singing, devotees are pouring out their heart and love, and you're taking advantage of that. You're in that same atmosphere. That you, it's being created for Krishna's pleasure. So, this is these good characteristics, this auspiciousness, this good fortune, this sadurva. This is coming naturally in the practice of bhakti. So, we have to be careful. We have to even though we're in the court of a king, the king of all kings, we have to be very careful not to think that the singing and dancing is for me. The food is for me. The worship is really worshipping for me. It's coming through into me. If we begin that kind of mentality then along with that creeper that we want to grow in blossom into pure love for Krishna so many other weeds are going to come that's what Vishwanath is talking about here this kind of offense created by the auspicious environment of the practice of our bhakti And that auspiciousness, of course, is coming into us in a way that we're allowed to sing, we're allowed to speak, we're allowed to present, we're allowed to be examples, we're allowed to preach. And in that outreach to humanity at large. Well, wealth, strength, fame, beauty, knowledge, renunciation are, are seen in the devotee by humanity at large because Krishna's devotees share Krishna's qualities and characteristics. Now We could go down the laundry list of how many, but a lot of them. Uh, the, the, the great sadhus have listed 64 primary just to give us an idea. I mean, really, you couldn't... But it's a good list, you know, <laughs> of what Krishna's got going for him. And the devotee, the Jivatma, up to 50% of those. So what to speak of... of, of You know, that's, that's significant. Shiva has a little few... Uh, he displays a few more. Uh, and then, of course, Krishna, he has... He has them all in in spades, and he has four more that no one else has at all. No one can quite play the flute as good as Krishna does. Nobody is as sweet, as beautiful, as charming. No one loves and exchanges love with his most intimate associates. in that manner, anywhere, even all the Lord's other forms don't come anywhere near that. So, but the devotee, he, he has some nice qualities about him. So naturally, humanity um, notes it. They see these qualities. And they praise the devotees, and they throw money at the devotees, and they worship the devotees, they sit at their feet, they offer them flowers, they, 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 become ex- they give them all the courtesies which become the fame of being Krishna's devotee. That is what can grow as a mental, a a material, I'm sorry, attachment into an anartha. Again, they're spiritual things. It's a spiritual thing. But what's the distinction between material and spiritual? Is it for Krishna or is it for me? As long as we keep our perspective, as long as we keep our head screwed on right, we'll know all this is coming by Krishna's mercy. I didn't do anything for this. There, I'm not, if there's anything that I'm saying it's of significance, Krishna's put the words in my mouth through my guru, if there's anything in my brain that works and the intelligence I have to present the philosophy, that came to me from Krishna through my guru. If people are coming, Krishna is sending them. I'm not... It's, I, you know, if the money's coming and I'm able to print books or I'm able to start temples, able to, you know, begin projects to spread his fame... Well, it's from Krishna's bank account. It's not my bank account. It's not my money. It's not my fame. But, generally, you know, we're still, we still have a tendency to to forget our place. So, of course, this forgetfulness of our place is at the stage of Anista bhajana creed we was still a little unsteady so when the fame comes we think, hmm, boy when everybody comes up to me after the feast and pats me on the back and says that was the best wow, no one cooks like you, okay that's probably right the second that feeling's there, then that's what Vishwanath's talking about or I'm giving a good class, or I'm leading a good kirtan, or all the deities look so beautiful. You dress them so wonderfully. Yes, because my guru, this is an expression of his heart. My heart is hard, my heart is black. So if I was able to do anything, it's through his mercy. He brought these deities here. And he's allowed me to do this service. We have to keep our heads screwed on straight. That's what can avoid this. It's, it's not a big deal. It's not a big deal. But when we're still in an st- unsteady practice, when the taste, the full taste, the full nectar of of Krishna's holy name hasn't set in, so we're still a little unsteady in practice, Uh, then when the fame and the name come, when the money comes and the glory comes, we can start thinking uh, again in a materialistic way. And, oh, it's for me. Oh, I'm doing so good. Hmm. Maybe I can make a business of this. And we hear about that. Some, Some people do it. Well, I'm from Nityananda's family. If you want to be guru, you have to I mean if you want to be a devotee, you have to come to me because I'm the only one. Or I'm from India and I came in a Brahmin family and you can't take initiation from a Westerner, they don't have Bhakti, I have the Bhakti. My family has the Bhakti. My culture has the Bhakti. And oh my gosh, you could not take Bhakti from a female form she couldn't have bhakti so all these mental things come into play this is all what we're talking about these kind of mentalities which are based on what we start to let the materialism seep back in we start to look at the practice we start to make up new philosophy ah we start we don't take take what's there it's right there it's all fully explained but we we take it superficially oh but well, no no and we we take misconceptions we blow things out of proportion we misrepresent our spiritual master not realizing perhaps he wasn't ready to give us the deeper knowledge that other, other people may have no we doggedly hold on to a conception that we had of what he meant by something instead of when something else is presented properly we may even reject it whereas it could be the proper thing these all fall into this category Bhak Lord Chaitanya in instructing Rupa we went over the verse it's worth repeating so I'll repeat it This is Sri Chaitanya Mahabhu speaking to Srila Rupa Goswami, as uh, written down by Krishnadas Kaviraj. Madjulila, sometimes unlimited, this is when he's instructing Rupa, sometimes unlimited unwanted weeds arise along with the bhakti creeper as innumerable desires for material enjoyment, liberation, performance of arts, forbidden in shastra, deceit, duplicity, fault-finding, violence towards other living entities, material gain, respect, fame, and so on. When the weeds are sprinkled along with the creeper, they also grow along with the creeper and will suffocate the roots of the creeper so first, the, we, these weeds must be rooted out, so that the original stem can grow up to reach Vrindavan. Mahabharbu teaching Rupa is, is pointing this out. So when Mahabharbu speaks of the of the bhakti the bhakti, the bhakti creeper, he brings out two things that are very significant. He emphasizes this. Make sure you're always keeping the roots away from the creeper of bhakti. And what's the other one? Put up a fence and don't let who in. The, elephant. the, the mad elephant of Vaishnava Aparad. Two things he really stresses. This, when he speaks of the creeper and Vaishnava Aparad. Sanatango Swami Says the following when it comes to this. Though one may give up everything, desire for fame, the cause of all anarthas, is difficult to give up. A sadhaka devotee should thus be very careful to not touch the stool of fame. That's the fourth of the categories of Anarthas, the third of which is rods to the holy name. The first two are the luggage we carry into the process, and the fourth is the luggage that we can build while we're in the process. But the third is the key element that has to be very, very carefully guarded against. And that's operats, ten, ten divisions against Krishna's holy name. Now Vishwanath is going to speak about the cessation, the elimination, the falling away of all these difficulties. Well, that's good because I'm getting tired just from hearing them and talking about them. How how do we get rid of them? Mr. Nath goes on. Secession of the four kinds of Anarthas is of five types. Okay. How do how is that of five types? In different degrees. Eka Desa Vartini, partial, Bahudesha Vartini. Pervasive, Prachiki, pra, Y-I-K-I, Pry-iki. Pry-iki, almost complete, Purna, complete, achantiki, absolute. According to the logic, the village burned, the cloth is torn, the cessation of Aparadotha, apo, aparadotha Anartha is Ekadesa Vartini, after Bhajana Kriya, Bahu Vartini at the stage of Nista, Pratiki at the stage of Rati, Purna at the stage of Prem, and Achantiki on attaining the lotus feet of the Lord. It sounds like a convoluted thing, but it's pretty simple to understand. Um, these various anarthas diminish... In these five degrees, first, according to the severity of that they are, how severe are they? Like those coming with us, uh, you know, uh, from our good and bad, pious and impious activities that were that that come along with us into the practice. Those are of a uh, not so serious of a nature, so they're retired earlier and more easily uh operads they're retired later and with more difficulty as far as how far they they, they follow us in the in the practice as we advance from Adav Shraddha, Tata, Sadhu, through the stages of devotional practice. And uh, so the, these things are being explained in that way. And the, the cessation of these impediments is, is according to those two factors. How much they can influence us, how heavy they are, Aparads are extremely heavy. Anarthas coming from par activities, not so heavy. Seva Aparads also, not so heavy, provided they don't become Nama Aparads. And then we have Bhakta Aparads coming from the practice itself. So, this verse is giving an example by speaking of um, which one the village? Well, first of all, the the logic the logic is pretty simple. When stu- when the fire starts in the village, well, it ha- it starts in one place, and it's it eventually consumes the whole village. If you don't have a good fire department, <laughs> uh, you know. So that's the logic being applied. That all these impediments will be will be burnt away. Or like a cloth. A cloth is not instantaneously torn, it's torn in stages. You start and then it's you know, eventually it's torn to the to the other end. So that's that's the analogy that Vishwanath is giving in his explanation. So now according to let's take the analogy of the cloth if the cloth is very heavy and thick then it's hard to get started and it's you know it's it's going to be it's going to take you a longer time to dispatch it than than a thin piece of uh, some light cloth which silk, silk. easily torn right so, no Okay. Huh? Yeah, yeah. So, again, so again, how, you know, the thick cloth would be compared to the operads. the thin cloth would be, you know, Sukritotha, uh, Dusritotha, you know, anarthas. Um Or the village, you know, if it's a big, big village, you know, It'll burn down, take longer for it to burn. Like Chicago when it caught on fire. A whole city burned to the ground. That's what we're talking about, except they say a village. I can't imagine what that was like, but. San Francisco, too. Oh, that's right. Yeah. All right, so. So opera, opera dotha anartha is basically that's the you know is the is the biggest kind of impediments for us so those aren't completely gone until you are actually in you actually have Christians personal association but the others they dissipate at earlier stages. Anantadas Babaji, he gives some, some explanation here which I think is a little helpful to us. Uh, ekadesa uh, means cessation of the minor portion of anartha, Anartha, uh, say 15%. Bahudesa, Vartini, means cessation of a major portion of the Anartha, say 75%. Um uh, Prayiki Nivriti means cessation of almost all Anarthas, ninety-five percent. Purta means complete cessation or cent percent. Achatiki nivriti means absolute. So <coughs> you know these uh the uh, philosophy is unique in that way. You'd say, well, I thought 100% covered it all. Well, normally you would, but, you know, they want to make sure that there is that, there's no way in, in there's no way possible that it's going to come back. So that's, that's referred to as, uh, you know, a absolute. It's never going to bother you again. mm-hmm a heavy verse uh and this is probably the most i mean for me it's like this 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 can give you some indication of of why uh we really we have to stay on guard to keep the mad elephant out because why? Rupa gives us this verse in the Bhakti Rasabrita Sindhu. If someone who has attained Reti, that's pray, commits an offense to the dearmost associates of Krishna, then Reti gets destroyed if the offense is heavy. Prame goes away. I'm sorry, you're right. I'm sorry, you're right. Baba. When the offense is medium it turns into a glimpse of bhava babavas. a slight offense turns reti gradually into a reti of inferior type a slight offense sakya or ratsaya turns into dasya Doveda monkey was an associate of ramachandra but he offended Lakshman and consequently suffered terrible miseries. At the end of Dwarpa Yuga, Baladeva killed him. This verse explains the seriousness seriousness of Mahat Aparad. So when, um, of course the Aparads are the most serious and when you're when you're advanced, when you're the stage of of, of praying, uh, I'm, I'm sorry, of, of Bhava, uh, At that stage, if if you if you if you make an offense, if you would offend, uh, you know, Krishna's devotee, very serious. Okay, so again, the deep, deep philosophical understanding and what the, what the acharyas pull out of the texts for us is, is, is so important to understand because naturally you'd say, well, wait a minute. Shiva is the dear most devotee. Topmost devotee, right? So, Chitraketu offended Shiva. Of course, Shiva didn't take offense. Well, that's the nature of the devotee. So, who takes... When the devotee himself is so much of a sadhu that he refuses to accept an offense, then what happens? Who does does take offense at the offense at the lotus feet of Christian's devotee? the dust that resides there. So they take offense. So, um, In the case of Chitra Ketu, uh, what was it? Parvati, right? She took offense? Basically, Shiva's sitting amongst some sages discussing high spiritual topics and uh, his wife's on his lap (laughs) Chitraketu, you know, flies by in the celestial airplane uh, and he 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 kind of makes uh, fun of him (laughs) well Parvati Shiva didn't take offense it's kind of like an inside joke you know well, it's funny, I mean, I realize you're God. You've come and you are touching material nature, but I mean, do you have to take it this far? <laughs> you know, it's it's a little unbecoming, especially when you're sitting in the in a circle of sages. You know. I mean I'm sure you'd all think it rather odd if Archie came out, over and sat on my lap. <laughs> it was a bad Joke, Anyway, the point's there. So he, he offended and she cursed him and he became a demon. Well, you'd say there's no more serious offense than of that. So he, that would be an example of someone that should have lost some standing devotionally. His devotional standing was not affected at all. He did take the material. He did accept the curse great, gracefully. Gratefully. Fine. Thank you. He did become a demon and and, and but his bhakti was not diminished. Um, exceptional in that regard. Then we have the 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 example of Jaya and Vijaya. So Vishwanath uses these two as examples so that we understand that it's not all one and that we have to be careful. So I'm going to read his verse. The incident of Chitraketu committing an offense is only apparently an offense. This is evident since there was no difference in the wealth of Prem existing in him, either in his position as an associate of the Lord or after getting the body of a demon, Vritrasura. In the case of Jaya and Vijaya, the the cause of their so-called offense is the praying that blossomed in them. They prayed to the Lord, O Prabhu, O Lord of Lords, Narayan, you desire to fight, but we cannot see anyone strong enough to fight with you. Though we are strong, we are not adverse to you. Somehow make us inimical to you and relish the bliss of fighting. I'm willing to go to hell to give you a good fight. So, but you, I can't do it now because I love you. So you're going to have to take the love away so that I I don't love you anymore. I become inimical for, to a Jew. Then I can give you a good fight, and I know you want to fight because there's nobody else that could fight with you. There's no one that that is that, as strong. Mm-hmm. Somehow make us inimical to you and relish the bliss of fighting we are unable to bear that your spontaneous perfection may diminish even the slightest. Decreasing your affection for your devotees, please fulfill the desire of your servants. We know you can't do it, but you do fulfill the desires of your devotees, so can you do it anyway? Because we really want to serve you in this way. If somehow, based on this incident the same offensive desire appears in the mind of a sadhika then he should overcome the desire by his intelligence What's the point? You can't imitate the Mahabhagavat and you can't imitate the associates when you're still a sadhika you can't imitate a Mahabhagavat by thinking that you can just say and do anything and you can't, you can't desire to do something above the qualities that you have you're not an associate of Krishna you're not a gatekeeper, you're not personally, you can't personally speak with Narayan and you're thinking you could fight with God, let me become inimical no, if these things come at the stage of the asodic, of sadhika, you, you need to just put those kind of thoughts aside. So, Vishwanath is just giving a warning here. It's interesting. Then he goes on to explain the cessation of the diskritotha nartha is almost complete after Bhajanakriya. kriya. Again, he's, so it's lesser. Almost done with it Bhajanakriya. kriya during the stage of bhajan, before we get to the stage of actually Ruchi tasting a sweetness in our practice continually those Anarthas are, are, are practically all dispatched it's complete at the stage of Nista and is absolute at the appearance of a Sati. absolute no more no more influence of ignorance done finished completely finished so when we talk of all those clashes all that all that that comes from material existence all the anarthas that are there for material existence completely dissipate absolutely at the stage of a, a sakti Viserudath goes on to say, secession of bhaktiutha Anarthas is partial in bhajanakriya, complete at the stage of Nista, and absolute at the stage of Ruchi. So, those, those faults, those Anarthas, that come from the practice where we kind of like, you know, we skim a little off the top, Right? We're working in the bank of Krishna. We're getting the fame and the glory and all that. As we advance in our practice, by the time we've reached the stage of nista, steadiness, it's complete and it's absolute at the stage of ruchi. So those things tend to go pretty quickly. We start to see things pretty quickly in the right way. Because we're robbed those that kind of of skimming the 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 good fortune of our practice for our own benefit it's the devotee is intelligent enough to see i'm not tasting the holy name as much and he's able to he's able to recognize the weeds are growing the weeds are coming up and i'm and you know he's able to He's able to easily, once he recognizes them and he understands how negatively they're influencing his taste for the holy name and his appreciation, uh, he's able to pretty easily dispatch them. He begins uprooting them. So much so that absolutely all those kind of things are falling away at the stage of Ruchi. Ruchi. Realized mahajans have asserted this principle by thoroughly deliberating all facts. Do we have enough time? No. Okay, Uh, next class will be about a really interesting thing. Well, how does he... Vishwanath gets into an explanation in the next verse of... Wait a minute. I thought the holy name was like chanting at once, you know, look at what happened to Ajameal. He chanted at once. And Vishwanath explains, wasn't didn't have any offenses. What do you mean he didn't have any offenses? He didn't have any offenses coming from his practice of bhakti. He had bad karma, he had material attachments, but he didn't have any offenses. That's why... The they dive so deeply so that they can explain to us and dissipate the fog of misconception regarding the practice. Next class we're going to go there and understand when the scriptures speak of all these amazing verses of the potency of the holy name and I'm sitting here and it's not working for me like that why not? That's Next class. Any questions? Thank you for your association. How do you vote?